the machine. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Men of the Machine. Um, it's just me right now. Just Kevin. Uh, I don't really know where to start this. So, so the basics of what I've got going on right here, for anyone interested, is I haven't used this account in a really long time. My SoundCloud has been charging me $15.99 a month for almost seven months now without me even uploading anything to the channel. And don't get me wrong, a lot of that's just, you know, random ass scheduling things, uh, you know, a lot going on for everybody and what is available and what's not available. Another half of it is laziness, um, not wanting to actually take the time out of my weekend or my afternoons to spend an excessive amount of time doing something like this. And another part of it's actually kind of fear, which is weird, so... Yeah, I don't know how long this episode will be or not, but it's more of just a catching up sort sort of thing. I think one of the things I really want to do um, is have an outlet, have a vent isn't the right word, but have a location where I can just talk, right? Personal therapy, sort of a sort of a situation um, about whatever it may be, and that's kind of what that fear earlier I was talking about was, is because. I don't know who actually listens to these if if I do it like this um, when I'm doing the Halloween in July stuff with my friends and when we're doing uh, the occasional Jeff and I get together stuff. You know, that's very easy to know who's going to listen to it because we generally say it. I'll tell Jeff, hey, listen to this one or I'll ping Jason and say, check this out or, you know, DJ and I will do an anime thing and, and we'll want to put it out there. And if I don't do any of that, if I just go to uploading standard voice clips of me talking into a mic about whatever it is at the time that's coming, will anyone listen? And I don't need anyone to be on the other end. I don't need anyone listening and checking and wondering and blah, 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 blah. I don't even need interaction. You know, I don't give a shit about the Facebook. I don't care about linking to it on my Twitch. I don't care about Franny talking about it on, on her stuff and but if I just have it as a spot, will anyone be interested in what I have to say? And that's not, that, that's one of those things I was sitting here, for example, I'm sitting here at my new computer. This is part of the reason why I thought of it. I'm downstairs. I moved my entire computer set up down into my basement and I love it down here. Um, I have a new desk and, you know, a new monitor and we mounted and, and I got my captain and boat stuff all around me. I got my green screen so that the Twitch looks better and I got new lighting and I got more cleaning up to do, but I, I thought about it while sitting down here is I spend a lot of time down here. Franny's getting really into Twitch, so she's busy more often now. So I spend a lot of time just sitting down here by myself. And I don't know if that's healthier. Like, I don't know if I did this as a way of like isolating myself. And I, it, it, this is all coming from a place of right now where I'm kind of in a bad, bad mental state because I've been having disagreements with friends, which is honestly the biggest cause of grief in my life in general. I'm, I'm, I'm a very brash person. Uh, is that the right word? Um, abrasive. You know, I heard a friend say the other day, which is very true, um, when talking about what it's like to get along with me and, and be my friend. And that's very true. And at the, like, base of it, like, at its absolute core, I, I, I don't want to be that way. I really wish I was a slightly more accessible person um, in regards to 
how I come off and how <laughs> the my my jokes, which are usually mean, I don't know how to not do that. And you know, my last night we were at a friend's house, and I just felt like I was too much energy when I shouldn't have been, especially with new friends, people who don't know me quite as well. Um, you know, I was just saying a lot of stupid stuff and just being an idiot and trying to contain all that. So I just thought maybe it would be cool to be able to talk about this openly. So the mic's not in the greatest location. The editing is going to be just as rough as it's ever been. I actually don't even think I'm going to edit anymore. I think I'm just going to start recording directly into the intro outro file. So I don't even have to do anything if I don't want to, besides drag the outro back or forward. Um, and just talk about this kind of stuff. Uh, cause I feel like People don't want to hear me talk about my stuff. Not everybody. Um, it's worth noting, probably my best friend in the world right now is Charles. And he is insanely understanding when it comes to um, just listening. He's a, he's, he's, a, he's a particular person otherwise and doesn't have the most solid reasoning ever. But he, he definitely knows what it means to allow you to get something off your chest and i'm talking positive and negative i'm not saying like he's a shoulder to cry on but like anything if i want to tell him about something cool that happened something bad that happened something new that happened something different that's coming about something i want to change something i want to keep he's just kind of that voice of yeah say it and and express it because that sounds wonderful um and i really appreciate about him because i end up i feel like the stuff that i'm into if you're new here or if you're actually listening to this uh one of our my friends that that do Obviously, I'm an absolute fanatic for One Piece. I would love to talk about it more, but I know I annoy people. And I love computers, but I feel like... You know when you're talking about something that you feel very confident you know? I'm not talking about, like, modern uh, uh, biases and, like, fake Facebook scientists and all that shit. I'm just talking about, like, you know, something you know. Let's say it's a show you really like, a, a book you read a bunch, uh, uh, you're a mechanic, or not a mechanic, but like a car guy, and, and you research, you know, a specific brand a lot, or or let's say you're really handy and you know the best tools for woodworking, blah, blah. You know when you, you, you know the general, like, overarching ideals on something, and you just want to share that? Not even in, like, a teaching way. I just want to be like, hey, you know, this new monitor came out, and it's fucking awesome. And then for people who have no stake in the game to be like well that's dumb and that doesn't matter that that feeling like i know that everyone is going to have an opinion and i know that everyone's going to have a stance and i know that everyone's going to use whether it be anecdotal or non-evidence to form what they think something is and that's totally fine you know a friend of mine had a AMD computer completely melt, literally melt and burn his motherboard because it overheated back in like 2011. So now he just says all AMDs overheat. I'm, I know it, now it's not, but now it's become a joke. But for a while there, for a good year, it was a legitimate thing he thought was still a standard. And I don't blame him for that at all. Or someone who, you know, bought uh, uh, this car brand. And when I say I really like Buick cars, you know, I'm looked at as an idiot because Buick's historically your grandma cars stuff like that when those situations happen i i just can't help but ask like what's the harm in just listening and the answer is there's no harm in listening unless you don't want to hear it and that's what i'm talking about when i say i feel like people don't want to hear me talk um 
not everyone, of course. And and again, I specifically right now I'm in a slightly different state of mind, but that that is what it feels like um when I try to bring something of mine to the table that I want. So this is where I want to do that. I know that's kind of a depressing way to lead into that, but this is where I want to do that. When when something new is is going on, I need to talk. I need to. I I I cannot be a sit there and be silent guy because I get in my head and I beat myself up just like we all do. You know, I'm not special and and I let it overwhelm me in a very negative way. So I need somewhere to talk about it. So so I got a lot of cool stuff I want to do that to. And thank you if if anyone listens to it. But even if you don't, this will at least justify me spending $16 on SoundCloud Premium. The o- Literally one of two subscriptions I pay for. I pay for Game Pass for myself and Franny, and I pay for SoundCloud Premium. So that's what that is. So, uh, so for example, I'll, I'll get, you know, I'll just get started on some stuff I want to talk about really quick. I have D&D today. Like I said, I wasn't sure how much we were going to do stuff like, or how long I, why am I saying we, it's, it's just me. I do that on Twitch a lot too. And I, I know I'm talking to an empty crowd, but I'm like, we are doing blank. And it's just kind of part of the parlance of it. It's, it's the standard for what you're talking about. But anyways, um, I'm, I'm gonna, I got my Raspberry Pi set up finally. I've had this thing for a really long time and I bought it I do this a lot with tech stuff. I buy stuff on a whim. I bought a new controller and I don't use it. I bought a new webcam that I actually use a lot and multiple headsets. Like, um, I, I used to have multiple computers and monitors around, but I've been trying to upcycle them and get them into other people's hands. Um, that's, that's been a big push of mine lately, but so I busted out the raspberry Pi and I found the case I bought for it, which is this acrylic screwed together modular case that holds it all and comes with a fan and put it all together. I found my SD cards I bought back then. I actually bought another one because it was on sale. I'm browsing through Amazon and sure enough, there's a, a, a 128 gig for like 13 bucks. And I was like, whatever, I'll buy it for my Raspberry Pi that I very clearly use all the time. So I got that set up and I put RetroPie onto it and I'm very excited. My wife is a big fan. Uh, well, I say big fan, but She's very nostalgic for retro games, PS1 games and NES games and SNES games. I know that those aren't in the same ballpark time-wise, but in terms of where our generation is in our lives, that's all very... PS1 still counts in that sort of realm. So I put in all of the ROMs on there. It just finished uh, installing to it right now, and it's been pretty cool. I have a lot to learn about this stuff. I'm not very good with software. That's where I struggle. I'm a hardware guy. If you want to know the specs on a a processor and you want to know the specs on a monitor and stuff like that you want to build a pc then yeah come to me cell phones tablets that's what i like you want to talk about linux you want to talk about command prompts you want to talk about coding you want to talk about that line of of customization well unfortunately i'm pretty far out of the loop on that that's not something i'm particularly great at so this is new this that's what the raspberry pi is all about it's babies first you know that's kind of what it was created for so i'm really excited to learn i'm really excited to get it launched up because it is absolutely tiny. The case I bought in specific, I went for a smaller one that kind of stayed on the edges of it. So, you know, it's three inches by five inches, maybe, and like two inches tall, and that's it. And it's got a little fan and USB, and I've got a little HDMI adapter, so I don't even have to bring a full cable. Um, Wi-Fi and Bluetooth built into it, so the controllers, I can use Xbox controllers on it just happily. Uh, and it's powered by USB-C, so I can use most USB-C things. Although the one it comes with is very neat. It has a little power switch. So I'm really excited to be able to carry this around. I always talk about it. DJ and I did um, Octoberfest 
or okay to bro fest as a hilarious misread by my wife made it uh this year and i brought a ton of retro uh, a ton of retro consoles well we talked about it on the podcast i, I believe i did put the Gurren login podcast up and it was very very fun it was it was a great time we had some issues with the airbnb and whatever and people like to make a deal out of it but i had what was one of the best weekends last year was doing that with my friends and uh I don't think I want to go through the struggle and hassle of loading my car up with 50 to 60 pounds of retro consoles and TVs to play four of them. I Now, I'm going to defend myself a little bit here. The experience is something I really cherish. So the ideal, right, the practicality is what this Raspberry Pi is going to help in that situation. I'll just bring this. I have everything from PS2, GameCube, and down on this Raspberry Pi here. And, um, that'll, that'll, I won't need a single HDMI cable and it upscales everything on its own. And I won't personally need to stress myself out about what do I have and what don't I have. I even can put things like uh, clone hero on the raspberry Pi. I learned clone hero is a awesome guitar hero game for your PC where you can get all the songs and all that, obviously unlicensed. Uh, and, and this will solve that need. I'll just bring this tiny little thing, plug it in the TV, and we won't have to, to go crazy. We can spend more time on food and, and fun games and whatever and drinking and blah, blah, blah. But the experience, I don't know if you can relate. The exp- Maybe you can. I'm a really big fan of, of ambiance, of environment, of, of the way that the situation and experience feel. That's why I'm really, you know, I'm, I'm gung-ho to go to fancy restaurants and spend a lot because it's a different experience. I'm I'm gung-ho to go for uh, a hike through the tr- the woods and whatnot. Like, yeah, you're not doing anything. You go for a walk anywhere, but, you know, whatever, whatever. So bringing out all of the, the consoles and setting them up and seeing the spread, we had a 360 there. We had my Xbox One X there. We had a GameCube and N64. Um, I brought something else. Oh, I brought the NES Classic and the SNES Classic, which is kind of a halfway between Raspberry Pi and... Uh, the original console so i brought both of them with all their controllers and that was great um i brought the imac so dj and i could do that podcast like all of that will be solved with this one device so from a technology standpoint i'm very excited to check it out try it out use it um especially as i get more i I make it more robust like i would like to get a little carrying case that can hold maybe two or three controllers i don't know why you would ever want three two or four two to four controllers would be really great um and, and it'll just yeah, it'll just be really neat for that. And uh, hopefully my wife will also find it really neat because this is something that'll be, I'm looking into upgrading the TV in our living room. This will be something really cool to be able to just carry around the house. Like we play games in bed. Actually, so <laughs> to get a little bit of a, inappropriate, one of the fun things we do, at least I think it's fun. I think she has, uh, she thinks it's fun too. So we, we put bets on playing classic games. So we'll bust out the NES Classic or the SNES Classic or, or uh, my friend Philip. Oh, I miss Philip a lot. Um, that's something I could talk about forever. He's he's up in Maine, New Hampshire, like on the border for for the Navy. So he's been gone for a month now, and he'll be gone for six or seven more. And I miss him. I mean, I, I miss him a lot. He's a really good guy, and he's always been there for us. But um, he modded a PlayStation Classic for me, which was another stupid thing I bought. I pre-ordered the PlayStation Classic before launch. Spent the full hundred dollars. Got it. Never opened it. Still new in box. And I was talking about doing something like this. I even bought the Raspberry Pi, and then I was like, well, I could mod my SNES Classic, I could mod my PlayStation Classic, whatever, whatever. And we're at Dollar General, and sure enough, on the shelf behind the cash register, there's a $35 PlayStation Classic after the fire sale, after they got discontinued, all that. 
So I bought it, and that's the one we modded. Problem is, it's not quite as smooth. Like RetroPie, the OS is built a lot smoother, so this will run a lot better than that. But as I was saying, it'll be nice to be able to carry this around from TV to TV because some of the things Franny and I do, we hook it up and we play, whether it's just for fun for each other or we're laying in bed and, you know, it's a it's a, it's a a boring quote-unquote night, you know, a very relaxed, just with each other night, so we'll put a game on and, you know, uh, if you complete this level... You get such and such. Fill in the blanks here with your own, with your own saucy mind, and uh, or or it doesn't even have to be sexual. We'll do it funny things like you have to take care of this chore, or you have to fold this laundry for five minutes, whatever. And that's just a really fun thing we've always done since we were freaking teenagers, basically. So this will be a cool thing to kind of continue that. We're really into reliving our memories together. And in Oswego, I used to hook up consoles and we'd play together. That was over a decade ago now when we were young and. As we moved, I'd always try to move things around. And now on her stream, I put um, RetroArch on there. And I put every ROM I could find under the sun. So she had everything she wanted. So that like really janky, really shitty emulation, as well as um, quality ones now, I hope. And the ability to play custom games is something we've always shared. So that'll be a nice little piece. That'll be a nice little thing that we get to have continually. And I can keep adding and spending money and changing the way we do it so our save files will never exist which is completely fine with me um so yeah i got i got that set up and i've got that going now and that's really good and i'm going to be upgrading my pc again shock surprise wow who would have thought um this time not hardware for the actual console but a monitor i've got my old monitor mounted up but the viewing angles are atrocious it's a little bit small and i mounted it too high um and the bend of it the way i got with the webcam on top because the way i've been twitching which i'll talk about in a second um i need it to be a little bit more viewable i need to be able to look up and not see like a washed out black screen so that'll be really nice and i'm looking into a 32 inch 4k monitor because i want i want 32 inch because like i said i mounted it a little bit too high so if the mounting point is still centered which i hope it is i could actually even find a monitor where the mounting point's a little high uh, it'll fill the gap. It'll come down and not look so high. It'll actually line up with my main monitor a lot better. I want 4K because it'll fit a dramatic amount more on it. So I'm sure if you already know, pixel density and all and all that good stuff that changes, if you take a window from a 1440p and move to a 1080p, it fills the screen because of the actual amount of pixels for that image. So you can, it'll be smaller, of course, but the density will remain the same. So I can fit a lot more. I can put my OBS, I can put my Discord, and I can put whatever else I'm doing up there. Maybe like my headphone controls or my NVIDIA broadcast or whatever. And I would also like it for more cinematic gameplay. So the monitor I have that I just bought a few months ago is the Samsung Odyssey G9. It's 49-inch super ultra-wide is what it's called. It is 32 by 9 aspect ratio. It's 1440p. It's 244 hertz. 240 hertz. It is one of the most beautiful displays I've ever seen. It's a little finicky for certain games don't support it. Um... But when, when it works, when it takes advantage of the screen, like Sea of Thieves does, it is one of it is unparalleled in how much I'm enjoying it and how the quality it can offer. However, not everything supports it, as you would assume. I mean, that's been an issue with PC gaming forever. That's kind of the beauty and the pain of it all is what works with what and what doesn't. It's impossible to account for every scenario. So I would like a nice, big, beautiful 32-inch 4K that's A, a, just a standard 4K resolution, so almost anything can scale to it, B, an appropriate aspect ratio for most content, and C, 
will give me more of like a cinematic entertainment. Well, the cinematic's the wrong word because actually cinemas are in in uh, 21 by 9, so I can actually make that work on my ultrawide better. But a more traditional like home theater experience, it'll be a bit... 32 doesn't sound big, but when you're this close at your computer desk, it's huge. Um, that I can put those kind of games onto. And, and an example I was used was playing God of War doesn't support this monitor. It looks beautiful and it supports 21 by 9, not 32. So I was able to get some extra width out of it, but it didn't really benefit from it. Um, one of the negatives to this panel in specific uh, is, so it has incredibly deep blacks, which is beautiful. It's a VA panel. The contrast is very good. Um, but the brightness overall is a little low and I didn't have HD on our HDR on at the time. So I'll be able to take a game like that that doesn't even take advantage of this monitor fully anyways, and it doesn't need the high refresh rate, like my Call of Duties and my whatever, you know, Rocket League has good high refresh rate, Apex Legends, you know, whatever. I don't need that. So I can put it up on the 60 hertz where I can just play it in a very console-esque, beautiful, I want one with, I want one with color accuracy is really what I care about more than anything else is the color accuracy of the panel. I would also like it to have a high response time, not refresh rate, response time, because that's what affects the actual color change, not the pixel turning on and off, but the color change. And I want that to be as instantaneous as possible. So that way it looks, I just want it to look very pretty. It doesn't need to be fast or this or that. Uh, so that'll be awesome. That'll be really cool to put up there. And my Twitch, I've been upgrading my hardware there uh, for both Franey and I. I got a brand new mic, the Razer Kyo Pro. It's, it was on sale, $200 mic, or $200 webcam. I got it for 99 bucks. It is so much better than the last one I have. My green screen works better. The um, zoom is much, much farther, and the actual adjustment of it is much, much more clean. So my Twitch is looking a lot nicer, and that makes me feel really good. I really really like being on Twitch. And I think one of the things I don't like about it, so obviously I'm not a big streamer or anything like that. Fans watch, the, or fans, friends, sorry, not, <laughs> not fans. Um, I do have a couple of, of strangers that jump in and it's really nice when they do and they chit chat and they ask me this and it's great. But uh, friends jump in and watch them all the time. And, and that's cool. And that's honestly why I do it. Because when I'm in Discord with my friends, I just, I want to talk about what's going on in the game like i just want to chit chat I, I fucking i don't care what it's about i don't you know it doesn't even have to be about the game i just really enjoy talking with people conversation communication i just really enjoy it obviously there's levels and there's times when it can be overdone and there's certain conversations people don't want to have and that's all yeah and i'm not saying i'm not saying the silence is scary i'm just saying it's nice to have someone there and that's what twitch offers me someone jumps in and just asks how i'm doing and they tell me a tip on the game. They say, hey, did you know in Binding of Isaac this is there? And I'm like, oh, shit. No, I didn't. And that's really cool. And I love that you told me that. Um, and that's what I love about Twitch. What I hate about it is people think I'm trying to do it to get famous or trying to do it to be a, a, a content creator or trying to do it to become an influencer. It's like, no. Obviously, if that was to happen, cool. Just like if I was to walk down the street and find 100 bucks, that's fucking rad. But that's not why I'm doing it. I'm doing it because I just want someone to see what I'm doing. I just want to not be alone. It's nice It's nice to have the interaction. I, I want the interaction. Um, which sounds pathetic, actually. Saying it out loud feels kind of gross because a lot of my friends, they're very... Um, they call themselves introverts, and I... I, I sure, if you want to call yourself that, that's fine, but I, I don't agree. Um, which I, I, I bet that's not surprising to hear that I don't agree, but no, no, I, I just, they, they, 
they don't want to hear what anyone else has to say because it doesn't directly influence their lives. And I don't blame them at all. Everything we all do is a very selfish act. All of us. Everything we do. Even doing something selfless and helping someone is because it makes you feel good. And then in to a degree, not entirely, is a selfish act. So I don't blame them. I'm very selfish as well, which is why I'm doing this right now. Because I need to say something uh, out loud. I just need to talk. And that's a selfish behavior. But like I said, it's, it's therapeutic and it helps me. So yeah, the Twitch has been going good. Um, the people that have been there have been good. The games have been fun. I put like 60 hours into Binding of Isaac in the past two weeks trying to get Tainted Lost unlocks, and I've only gotten two. So it's not going great. Um, and I've played Call of Duty on there. I got back into that with Charles. It's fun as hell. Uh, I've got really into Super Auto Pets, and I probably shouldn't. But I'm also trying to expand the games I play because I don't play the same games as any one of my friends do i play obviously some like i just said i play um call of duty with charles every now and again but everything else i play or i'll play slay the spire and that's something that a couple of my friends love to talk about and i love slay the spire i'll talk about that game all day long um so that's been nice but i don't really relate to story games i'm not a big fan of strategy games and i don't really care for rpgs so things like Red Dead Redemption and God of War and World of Warcraft and uh, Fire Emblem's a big joke in our friend group about how much I don't like it. Like, I, I, I can't Monster Hunter, Horizon Zero Dawn, that kind of stuff. I, I can't relate there, so I'm trying. And one of the things I tried to do is I downloaded um, Hearthstone's Battlegrounds uh, to play with because a couple of my friends play it every single day, even if it's only one round. So I, I downloaded that because I wanted to have something else. I wanted to have something I could play with them because nobody's willing to play the games i am so tony played call of duty with me the other day and he's, he's not a big fps guy so that that was really nice it felt it felt really nice to know and this is gonna sound petty to my other friends and you, you know what fuck it it is petty I, i'll be honest it is petty it felt really nice to know that downloading a free game to play on an evening with me for 45 minutes 30 to 45 minutes wasn't a hassle like that felt good that meant that meant that tony just saw a game noticed i was having a good time and said you know what i can i can see what this is about and that felt awesome which is what i'm trying to do with hearthstone but the amount of times i'll ask a friend to download a free game not just warzone i mean fucking auto pets or, or rocket league or animal battle i don't even remember what that one's called like and they're like nah that doesn't seem like anything that interests me i'm like well i i'm <laughs> I understand that, and I'm not asking you to download it because I think it's going to interest you. I'm asking you to download it because it's something we can relate. It's no different than me being like, let's swing by Taco Bell, and instead of offering something else, you just go, no, I don't want to do that. I'm not hungry and leaving. It's like, okay, this wasn't about Taco Bell. This was about going out and getting something together, But and we could have changed it, but all right. And that happens all the time. Or even things like Things that don't cost you to download. Some people are particular about their PCs and downloading stuff, and I understand that. But remote play is free, and and it puts nothing on your computer. I will remote play you in and just play something with me. And it's too much of a hassle. So I've started, and and, and I and I understand if if any of my friends listen to this, they'll, they'll they'll call out the hypocrisy, and they'd be they'd be right to do it. I've done that to people all the time, and I always do it because I'm in a grumpy mood and i'm like no you don't want to do it's always out of spite and that's not how i should be i need to work on that i need to learn that but it's 
you know, treat people how you want to be treated, blah, blah, blah. I, I really do need to work on that. But it's like, you don't, you don't want to take the time to do anything with me. So, and then, but then it's used against me. Then it's used against me. Like, well, you're always asking us to play and I'm finally giving you the game. I'm finally giving you an opportunity to play a game with me. I'm like, motherfucker, yeah, you're right. You are finally acquiescing and giving me something because it is the only time it's landed in your wheel of comfortability. It has absolutely nothing to do with me and actually wanting to play with me. I'm sure it does. That that was mean. I said that way too harshly. But, like, you can't say no to me ten times and then when you come up with the idea, get mad at me for saying no. So... I'm working on that. I'm trying to... I tried the God of War out because all my friends talked about it over and over again and the fact that I don't like those games was atrocious to them. So I tried it. It's fine. It's a fine game. I just don't like it. Trying out Hearthstone. I tried out Apex with Charles, which I actually have a lot of fun with because unlike everyone else, Charles is a very hyped guy. He wants to kind of get everything going. And to, 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 to a lot of credit to one of my other friends, he really wants me to learn Rust. And I have it. He bought it for me even, which was so nice of him. And I have it, and, and it, it is something I intend, but man, it is so hard for me to climb the hump for a sandbox game. I've launched it with him once. We played about an hour. We did some goofing around. But I really need to get on and do a full playthrough, a full server, like enjoy, like try to try to be a part of it with him. And that's something I am going to do. That is on the docket. I am not going to deny Kyle that. He has been very patient with me about that, and I think he's annoyed that I keep saying no every time it becomes a possibility because Rust has this like server wipe, I don't I don't understand it fully um so that's something I, I'm gonna learn and I want to be able to do that with him because I love Kyle Kyle's awesome he's actually one of my friends that I think I get along with the least but want to the most like we butt heads on almost everything we do not see eye to eye on barely anything at all and yet I just want him to be my friend I, I love Kyle I think he's great he's funny um and I just, so I need to work on that. I need to work on that. But there's also plenty of other people who I miss and I don't get to talk about. But that's where I'm going to draw the line today. I vented plenty. Um, can't have it all. But I got D&D today. I won't lie, I got a little burnt out on D&D. My friends are really into it. A couple of friends from back home in New York. And we had our campaign from two years ago that we're still doing, which is great. It's going good. Uh, a couple other people are DMing and running new things, which is also great and going well. But it's to the point where they started to try to get it to be every weekend, Saturday and Sunday. And it's just it's just too much for me. It was just a little bit too much for me. I've said this before, but again, if, if you're listening to this and you've heard me say anything I've said so far, yes, this podcast will be stuff you'll and always hear multiple times because this is my time to get it out without someone telling me on the other end uh, anything. I was going to say that I'm wrong, but they don't do it. That's not what this is about. Not about that I'm wrong, just anything. So, yeah, I just thought every single weekend, Saturday and Sunday, is impossible, literally, when you are, and not just for me, but, you know, people have lives. They have families, uh, jobs, wives, kids, whatever. So, like, you just can't. And D&D is not just show up, do three hours, and leave. There is a lot of before and after. There's a lot of setup. There's a lot of, like, when I have to DM, I have to think up everything I'm doing and create some characters. They're all working on it really hard. For theirs, they're doing a much better job than I do, admittedly, but that's because I get something completely different out of D&D than they do. Um, for me, it's not about the technicality of the game at all. I really don't give a shit about the mechanics, I'm not going to lie to you. For me, it's entirely about the story being told and how much fun everyone's having. So we, we handle it differently, but um, every other week was the old schedule, and I like that more. 
one week on one week off on saturday at night in at night so that it's a wind down thing so that it's a a relaxing thing it's like getting on xbox live with your homies like it's 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 a nice cool down and it feels great so i don't i don't really like this jumping around stuff but we're, we're figuring it out everybody's expressed how they feel we're getting into a rhythm there's some really good interactions going with it um and i think overall it's going to be super fun and super beneficial and i'm very excited to get back to what got me into D&D in the first place, going to DJ's house on Saturdays and playing it with drinks at a table with our friends. I miss it. That one's That's so much fun with all them, especially because DJ is so insanely knowledgeable, but he's also very much so into the spirit of, of, the, of the story that he lets a lot go, but he'll help kind of steer you in the right direction. And it's just, he's, he's invaluable for that. He's invaluable in general. DJ is just one of the best people in my entire life. I really cherish that man. Um, I'm worried he thinks I cherish him too much, and that he's wrong. I cannot cherish him too much. I love that man with every bit of my being. I think he's just, I think he's just really funny and really great. He's a very good friend of mine, um, and I'm happy with everything we've got. He's introduced me to with like D and D. We got into Final Fantasy. I'm into that MMO now. I it took me a while. I was very hesitant at first. I like I said earlier in the podcast, I don't like MMOs at all. And this one's got me. I don't know if it's because of the people I play with. I don't know if it's because of the art style, which is gorgeous. I don't know if it's because of the gameplay, which is good enough. Like, whatever it is. Or maybe it's all of it. it it's all of it. Um, and I and because of how DJ is, I actually... One of my favorite things ever is when we're doing something and he has all of the lore ready. This character did this because this and this and that. This mission's for this. And don't worry, this is setting up this. And you know that power-up you got, it's from this. And, oh, this is a nod to some patch that happened I get a lot out of that. Whether I retain it or not is irrelevant. In the moment, I just, I th- it's just a very charming, fun way to engage in the game. So, I really been enjoying that. So, but I've got, unfortunately, I've got D and D to go attend to. So this will have ended up being a shorter podcast. It won't be an hour. And I honestly would be shocked if I, these ever make it past an hour because I, I'm happy to talk for that long, but I'm worried I'll say too much. Um, so maybe I should just keep it to snippets of of all these different little things i'm sorry if this sounded like i was complaining the whole cast that wasn't the intention it was just well like i said i've been in kind of a bad place the last few days because of uh some interactions i've had with a lot of my friends that i'm not exactly happy with so but instead of taking it and being a just pissant and being a jerk and you know complaining and sounding like a crybaby i can do that here so that you have the option to listen or not, as opposed to me yelling at you through Discord. So, uh, And for anyone who, who stumbles onto this, thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. Um, I want to do this once a week. I, I need to do this once a week. Hell, maybe I do it more than that. Maybe I just make it a standard personal routine to do it when I twitch. Hey, I'm twitching tonight. I'm going to come here and do this as well beforehand. Maybe I'll turn the twitch on and shut the chat off so I can't see anyone that's there. And I'll just talk while I'm playing and record the audio. That would be pretty nice too. Um, so lots of ideas there for what I'm going to do. Lots of ideas how to engage with all this. Again, I don't want to share it. I'm never going to share it. I don't share my Twitch anymore. I don't share anything. I just want to be appreciated. And that is the most depressing way to end a podcast. So thank you for listening. Stop back in next week. Um, and check out my Twitch, L Nighthawk. There you go. E-L underscore Nighthawk. I pitched it uh, with a K. So... Have a beautiful day. I hope you all enjoy your lives. Goodbye. And as you can see, 
over here we have the man of the machine.